Fire School, the podcast. You're on spin. You are very welcome back to Spin Air Skull and this is a chat that we have all been waiting for. I'm so delighted to have the opportunity to sit down and chat with Minister for Education, Minister Norma Foley. It is brilliant to have you on Spin Air Skull. Thank you so much for joining the show. No problem, Louise. Delighted to be with you. It's fantastic to have you on the show, Minister Foley, because this is a show that was created especially for Leaving Cert students and for the chaos that has been the last 12 months. And look, we know that it's been a hectic few months for students, for fifth years, for their teachers and for yourself, no doubt. But as it stands, students are back in the classroom. They have begun to prepare for their exams, their orals first, which we know are happening in a matter of weeks. Everything seems to be going okay. However, even though all of these plans are in place now and students know that they have options, there are still extreme levels of worry and anxiety among the students. Yes, I, I appreciate, Louise, that this has been you know, a very difficult time for all of society, but I think particularly so for students. And I think students have been absolutely magnificent in how they have actually dealt with the whole COVID-19 um, experience. I think um, it's a huge tribute to students and to uh, school leaders and um, school staff. The manner in which really, I suppose, from September right through to December, we very successfully um, kept our schools open, often in the midst of a, of a level five, and when other aspects of society were closed down, you know, schools continued to operate. And, and that's largely due to the very generous I suppose, hard work and determination of school communities and, you know, significant measures were put in place um, by the Department of Education and supported by government in terms of, you know, financial resources being put in place to avail of, you know, um, PPE and enhanced cleaning, which would mean there was an additional four to six hours of cleaning a day in schools. Uh, replacement of staff that needed to be replaced and, and, and all of that. But I would be very, very conscious that, you know, a financial package is um, one thing, but most important is how it is implemented on the ground and, and how people are prepared to cooperate with the implementation of measures that need to be put in place. So an extraordinary um, achievement, I think, by school communities, and that, of course, includes students as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it is fantastic that students are back and, you know, that facilities and resources will be provided. But I guess what we really want to know is what these resources will look like and when they will start to roll out. In particular, I think for fifth year students as well, who again have missed a big chunk of their in-class contact teaching this year. uh, You know, they're going to be heading into their Leaving Cert exam next year. And again, it's just that mental health worry. Will there be special services, resources, put in place and made available locally in student schools for them? Well, yes, indeed. I suppose we're very conscious in the first instance when we reopened schools in September that students had lost a considerable amount of time from the previous March. Uh, So there was three months lost there and uh, particularly for our exam students. So significant accommodations were, were put in place for Early in the year, we say for for the leaving certificate class of 2021, in terms of you know modifications to papers and changing of, of um, course line dead work, uh, deadlines and and all of that. But equally so, we're very conscious, as you have pointed to the. I suppose the, the the mental health and well-being experiences of students. So I was very conscious, uh, you know, that we should have significant provision for that within our schools. So um, this year, I was very pleased to announce that there was an additional 120 guidance counsellors appointed to our schools. There was also an additional 17 NEP psychologists appointed. 
and also that significant, I suppose, resources were provided online to support schools as well. And, um, you know, students are still free to look at the www.gov.ie back to school site, which um, contains, you know, significant information on well-being supports and that includes a series of supports on managing well-being, um, coping with uncertainty and managing stress and anxiety. And, and all of these measures have been developed by the National Educational Psychological uh, Service and they're there to support students on an ongoing basis. And as regards the fifth-year students, Louise, I would be very keen to say to them that I am very, very aware of their um, loss of in-person um, uh, teaching and learning experience this year, notwithstanding the work that has gone on and the magnificent work that has gone on in terms of remote teaching and learning. But I, I am conscious of, of what they have lost and, you know, suitable accommodation will be made for that going forward as well as they would face into leaving certificate um, next September. At this stage, Minister Foley, you've been through two, almost two leaving cert cycles. This year's fifth year is, will be the third uh, leaving cert in this climate that we find ourselves in. I presume it's not going to be as chaotic. Well, I suppose the thing about COVID-19 is its unpredictability. But I think equally so, we have matched that unpredictability with, a, you know, incredible resilience, I feel, from all involved in the education sector. And, you know, as the challenges have presented themselves, I, I think we have um, done all that we can to meet them and particularly putting centre to all that we do in education um, the, the needs of the students that we serve. And that must always be the objective in education, and it continues to be the objective in, in education in, in COVID-19 as well. Students really have got a fantastic option this year. They can choose to opt for a series of predictive grades, or they can sit their written exams, or they can do both. Um, my question is, in terms of grading and the predictive grades, is there an appeals process or a plan in place for students who may be affected this year by errors in grading? Well, there is always, and there was last year, an appeals process, and that will continue to be um, in place going forward. But you're 100% right, Louise. I, I think it's a wonderful opportunity um, for students this year to choose to take the accredited grade system or to take the leaving certificate examinations in June. And, and personally, I would be advocating that, you know, as many, many students as possible would take um, the exams in June. And equally so, you would be aware that presently the portal is now open where students can opt for what they would like to do. And so I would be urging students to give themselves the absolute best opportunity and to, you know, that they would perhaps sign in for both or, um, you know, that they, they would make an adjudication that would determine that whatever the outcome is, it is the best possible outcome and opportunity um, for the students themselves. The Irish Orals, Minister Foley, are happening in a matter of weeks. Um, we know that this year the Irish teachers will be the ones giving the orals, uh, examining the orals, I should say, in the place of a state examiner. So um, that is obviously a massive task for Irish teachers to be in that position. And similarly to predictive grades, I guess, they're the ones that are responsible for marking the student. But also it's very much in-person um, experience where they're sitting down one-on-one -on -one with the student. So have there been specific guidelines sent to Irish teachers, sent to language teachers? teachers to ensure that there will be a common standard across all schools? Well, I, I would like to be very clear about this, um, Louise. In actual fact, the, the oral exams will be judged externally by the SEC. The, um, the work uh, or the oral, whatever it happens to be, we'll say the Irish oral or whatever, um, 
will take place in the school and it will be facilitated by either a teacher from the school or from a neighbouring school or whatever. But the oral will be recorded and forwarded to the State Examinations Commission and it will be marked externally on behalf of the State Examinations Commission. The, the teacher on the ground will not be the teacher providing the grade. Okay, so the teacher on the ground is purely only facilitating the Irish oral or the oral for any language. Exactly. Okay, great. And really, really important to clarify that as well. So thank you. Just in terms, I suppose, of schools reopening on Monday, we know that Monday the 15th, third to sixth class primary students are due to return and also fifth year students in secondary school. However, level five restrictions will remain in place until early April. So I've got to ask you, Minister Foley, if you're worried that this may cause another spike in cases. Well, I think we have successfully seen our, say, children with additional needs return to school. Our special schools have opened, our special classes have opened. Um, The early years in primary school have now successfully opened and indeed our leaving certificate students have returned. And and all of that has been managed superbly well um, by the students themselves, by their parents and guardians, and also by the school community, by um, all those working in the school community. It has been very much so um, a a joint effort and it has all um, gone very well up to this point. And again, I suppose it's important to, to say very clearly that when schools were closed in the first place, when they were stood down in the first place, uh, they, they were closed um, on the basis that 1.1 million people are on the go in the education sector. And uh, it, it, it was the view of, of NEFIT at that time that that was far too many people. But they were very clear also at the time to acknowledge that schools in themselves are places of low transmission, that excellent mitigation measures had been put in place and continue to be in place. And um, we continue to engage with public health and public health have advised us every step of the way in terms of this phased reopening and um, all of the measures that need to be in place from a public health point of view are in place. And if anything extra is required going forward, then we will do that as well. So I think we need to be very reassured that um, everything has worked as it should work at this point and as I say that we continue to be flexible and ready and willing to adapt to to any measures that might be required from a public health point of view. Can I ask are you trying to accelerate the time frame for students and teachers to be vaccinated? Well again the the issue of vaccination is outside of my gift really it is um, you know the within the prerogative and expertise of the expert group and that is as it should be but I certainly have raised um, the issue of vaccination for um, school staff and that um, with them and uh, there has already been one review and I have no doubt it will continue to be reviewed going forward. Brilliant. Thank you so much for answering all of those questions, Minister Foley. We've really, really appreciated your time. Um, I have some questions from our Leaving Cert students, if you'll be kind enough to answer them. They've been fantastic participants in this show over the last number of weeks and they've recorded these especially for you. So um, I'll give you a listen to these. Hi, Minister Foley. My name is David Wright from Lucan Community College. And my question regards clarification on what exactly the best grade means. So if I were to get my SEC accredited grade in higher level for a subject and I got a H7 and then on the day I sat the exam and I decided to drop down to ordinary level and I got an O4, which would be considered the best grade. So my college course would require me to pass in either higher or ordinary level. 
but the h7 would be worth more points. So would I get the h7 because it's worth more points, or the o4 because I would need it for my college course? Could I just get clarification on which result would show up on my official Leaving Cert results? Thank you. Yes, well, thank you, David. Um, and I think that's a very good question. Uh, in the first instance, um, I think you have uh, done all that you can to do to give yourself the absolute best opportunity to receive the best result on the day. And, um, you know, by taking the uh, SEC accredited grade and also taking the exam in June, you, you are providing every opportunity to yourself. Specifically as regards the instance that you referenced there, the the award that will be given will be, um, in this instance, for the, the grade that is worth the, I suppose, the highest number of points or whatever. So the H7 um, will be the grade that will be awarded to you on the day, um, as the CEO points are greater than that um, if, if you were going for at uh, ordinary level in this particular instance. So it, it, it will be the best achievement um, that will be put on your certificate as regards leaving certificate. Brilliant. This question is from Ethan Rian in Laurel Hill, Kaloshta in Limerick City. That if cases are still too high in June when we begin our exams, would it be safe for us to spend upwards of two and a half to three hours together in a room to do our exams? Would that be safe for students and supervisors involved? Well, I suppose just to acknowledge in the first instance, and I've already referenced it, that you know all we do in our schools in, in this COVID-19 atmosphere is informed by the expertise um, and judgment, if you like, of public health. Uh, so from the reopening of our schools from September right through to December, um, we have very much so operated on the back of public health advice. And we have done that now also um, in our phased reopening. So we are consistently um, engaging with public health and we are um, reacting very positively and in a flexible manner to introduce any new measures or to um, you know, do what needs to be done from a public health point of view. I also think it's important to uh, um, assure students that, for example, in November, in the midst of Level 5, we also very successfully ran the Leaving Certificate exam. And from that experience of the Leaving Certificate, I, th I think we, we learned um, an enormous amount. It has been a very positive learning experience and a valuable learning experience, and we will be putting all that learning, if you like, um, to, to good use in terms of running the exams in June. But I, I do want students to be very assured that um, public health are very much engaged with the Department of Education as regards everything that's happening in school, and obviously all that will happen in terms of um, staging of the, the exams in June. And so it will be on their best advice that we will operate um, the, you know, the running of leaving certificate in June. Brilliant. Students will be safe. We have two more very quick questions from our students. I'll just play this one for you. Hi, Minister Foley. Caleb Hederman here from John the Baptist Community School in Limerick. My question is around the uncertainty students faced only a few weeks ago. Last year, we saw the effects of students having to wait for clarity on exams, with 46% of Leaving Cert students feeling heightened levels of anxiety and depression. We've seen that the virus is so difficult to control. So why was there no contingency planning by you or your department on the Leaving Cert before we returned in September? Well, uh, thank you for, for that question. And I suppose, on the contrary, I should say to you that really there has been considerable contingency planning um, in place by the department um, 
So in, in the first instance, for example, you would be aware that accommodations were made to exam papers and notified to schools in the first term. That was on the back of, we'll say, learning that had been um, lost since March of, of the previous year. Um, equally so in our contingency planning uh, for return to school, sufficient latitude was provided in the setting of deadlines for you know, coursework and project work so as to allow for any foreseen um, events or circumstances that might arise, um, you know, like the closures. And we, we were extremely fortunate that we had that latitude and that accommodation available to us uh, when we did find ourselves in the situation in which we found ourselves um, in January. Um, equally so to say that the advisory group, which is constituted of parents and students, teachers and managerial bodies, that advisory group was very much so involved in the contingency planning and in the planning for leaving certificate um, in, in, in June. And obviously, you know, as the situation changed, and again, I'm conscious that we are living in the midst of a pandemic and it is an unpredictable pandemic. So when, when the need arose to, to focus, I suppose, in terms of not just providing leaving certificate for exams um, in June, but also the additional measure of what we're calling this year the State Examinations Commission Accredited Grade, all of the work that was done there was worked through with the advisory group. And I particularly want to acknowledge, you know, the, the generous involvement of all of the partners in, in education in that respect, including students who were very, very proactive and very positively engaged in that discussion and engagement around the entire um, accredited grade process, as they have been in relation to all the other measures that we, we put in place. And so I suppose to, to, to bring the accredited grades process um, on stream involved a lot of discussion and engagement from a variety of people and a variety of partners in education, many of whom had different views and different thoughts and experiences. But collectively, um, through that advisory group, we were able to, to work through each one and I think um, we did succeed in, in providing um, choice and clarity to students, which is exactly what they had uh, advocated for and what they wanted for. And so um, I look forward to us moving forward with um, both the accredited grades process and indeed the Leaving Certificate exams in June. Finally, and I guess it brings us full circle, Sarah Clark in Dublin has one more question about students' mental health and well-being. And I think it's very important that we play this one for you. I would like to ask the Minister what role student mental health is being played in the decision making at the moment, given that the constant uncertainty and changes in the Leaving Cert have had a major impact on students' mental health as well as the lockdowns. I think it's extremely important that the Minister prioritises mental health. Well, thank you very much, Sarah, for that. And, and that is a, a very, very important question. Um, I suppose in the first instance, you know, I would like to say, I suppose, coming from a teaching background myself, I'm, I'm very conscious and, you know, you've referenced yourself there as a, as a Leaving Certificate student. I'm very, very conscious that Leaving Certificate is always a difficult and challenging year for students and it, it brings with it its own set of anxieties and concerns. But I think none, none more so really than this year and the past year when we are very much so living in a COVID-19 atmosphere. And so the mental health and well-being of students has very much so um, been to the forefront in, in all that we are doing within the department. And very much so, I suppose, too, um, it was for that reason that we did want to provide for students the opportunity to have choice, that students would have the opportunity to choose the state examination um, accredited grade 
or the leaving certificate exams in June, or indeed to opt for both. And I think, you know, the the well-being of students was very much at the heart um, of, of that decision. But equally so, um, everything that we've done in the school and everything that we're continuing to do in schools in terms of supporting well-being initiatives. As I say, also, I'm very conscious that, you know, in all of the guidelines that we issued to schools, that there would be significant emphasis put on on well-being of the entire school community. And I, I know that is is a given in school as well, but we're very much aware of the heightened need for it, you know, in, in this particular atmosphere of COVID-19. Minister Foley, thank you so much. I would love to finish on a positive note and just say thank you for everything that you are doing. You're representing Kerry and the South West so well and we are very grateful for everything that you do. That's you being called off away from us. I'm sorry about that. That's a, that's a vote. Not at all. We'll let you go. Mila Mila Mahagat and Minister Foley for joining us. The podcast. To learn more about our other podcasts, check out Spin Online or download the GoLoud app. Spin.